go. This is it. This is episode 266 of No Laugh Track Podcast. We're here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. We're on the stage. My name's Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. The we, the other part of this we, is Ian Bagg sitting across from me on the stage. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 266, is that uh, one a week for 266 weeks? Yes, sir. Good work, man. Thank you. Good work having that kind of gumption yeah and we've even uh if you want the full details we've actually recorded probably another 10 with technical difficulties where they don't exist you've hurt, you've hurt i gotta feelings. shut up from the back you've hey, hurt feelings okay five four maybe maybe 20, five maybe Eric 22 maybe five maybe 22 maybe we're already at 300 no uh but never anyone no human error just uh you know technology god damn <laughs> god damn that's not Bill true Gates. either so before we dig into it here, Ian, mm-hmm. like I told you, uh, right before we started recording, I just got a text from my wife. Uh-huh. It says, I asked you if I should read it now or later. You said now. Here it is. I took October 23rd off so we can go to TI for our anniversary that Sunday, so keep it open. Treasure Island or, yes. or the guy, the band? <laughs> TI, yeah. yeah you guys want to see TI. Obviously the hip-hop guy. Look at me. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, Treasure Island's a... Uh, casino here just south of the twin cities which is our little tradition now for uh the wedding anniversary oh, that's be, cool yeah that's a good that's a good time yeah i like it bud yeah thank you um here we are here we is here we are the day after uh we were both here last night you we performed were here last night i sat in my seat the whole time and which did not seat get did up you, which seat did you sit in <laughs> Uh, well, we'll get to some of the stories, but I'll just say that there was a woman that was uh, of mixed race that you spoke to uh-huh, yeah, during yeah. the show. I she spoke was... to her afterwards. You did afterwards too. Afterwards as well, but after after all all hell broke loose. Yeah, I, I talked to her afterwards. So I was directly in front of her. Mm-hmm. At least I must have been her voice. I never turned around to look. You were, t- you were terrified to look. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm not doing anything to set anybody off. That's so funny. <laughs> It's so funny. Well, let's start by saying that uh, the show last night, overall, fucking awesome, as oh, always. Thanks, super, I was super excited to come. I did not bring my wife with the last time you were here, and uh, I always have to, like, pitch her, like, I don't, I don't, she doesn't come with me every time. I really have to, like, all right, she, is she going to like this? Right, right. Is she going to like Ian? But she remembered you briefly from last comic standing, so I oh, had that cool. going for me. And uh, anyway... She had an awesome time. She was oh, she had a good time? Good, as good. As hard as me, if not harder. That's awesome. So, very good. Good well, job. it was interesting. It was an interesting crowd. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a Wednesday night? It was a Wednesday night, and it was... Uh, first of all, we started out, we had Lyle LaRue on. Lyle always contacts me and says, Ian, I need a guest set. And I'm like, all right, Lyle, I'm not going to guarantee you anything, but um, I'm going to... See if I can get you something. I'll see if the club's got it doesn't have anybody on, and then I'll make you. I'll see if I can get you. On. I'm glad you're starting with so, Lyle. So I I, uh, I I I I sent him a message yesterday. And I said, Lyle, see you at the club tonight, eight o'clock. He said, Oh, I see you can get me on the show. I said, I, Yes, I can. He goes, Good, good, good. And I said, Do your best five. Get it together. Keep your ego down. So <laughs> so he came down, and I didn't know if I was going to make it over in time to see him, but I made it over in time to see him, and it was it was joyous to me. He loves doing stand-up. That's A, why I like putting him on. Okay. B, I just enjoy watching him. It's, uh, I'm not going to burst his bubble. 
by saying that he's horrible. I'm not going to make him huge-headed by saying he's fantastic, but I enjoy what he does, and he's got a couple things that just make me happy. He loves to say that he's a comic. Uh-huh. He loves to say that he's a comic. Yeah. He, uh, and the way he holds himself on stage makes me happy. And he he's, yeah. he thinks he's suave with the women, so I like that. Wow, I, I do enjoy that he thinks he's he, he's always talking about dating. I love it. And, uh, and he's I a j- local guy, Lyle. Yeah, you've never seen him before. Never, never, really, because really? I put him on last time I was here too. You must not have been on that night. Yeah, yeah, I put him on every time I'm in town. You do. Yeah. I've never seen that guy before. Yeah, he's and he's a uh, he comes to amateur night here as well. So oh, yeah, I don't come out to lot to that. You yeah. don't come out to lot to that. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm sure the people around in town and some of the people that listen to this know Lyle Larue. He's pretty awesome. It was uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have a special guest tonight, and I'm like, who could this be? Like, I'm going like, is it this? I think I'd seen Steve Gillespie out at the bar. I'm like, uh-huh. I wonder if it's Steve. And then Lyle, like, what Lyle is LaRue. going on Who's here? Who's this guy? What is this? And it was awesome. Yeah, he's just—he uh, did about five minutes of his best material, and uh, yeah, he had a good time. <laughs> there were—he's uh, a—he's a bit of a storyteller. He's a bit of a storyteller. <laughs> he's a bit of a—he's a bit of a. Uh, yeah, he's very—he's—he's—he's he's, he's awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Lyle Larue. He'll probably put this in his ring of honor. Lyle, uh, you you got a new fan right here in me. That there was you go, Lyle. Fantastic. Like yeah. you said. That Wow. There's no way you can dislike Lyle. If somebody dislikes Lyle, I uh, take them off my market right away. Oh, I guarantee up until uh, what we're, what we're going to get to here that a lot of people would have left last night. And that would have been the main. Like, what, the, what, was, what was that? Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't even think they remembered by that time. <laughs> So I'll t- I'll take you tell me your rendition of what happened and I'll tell you my rendition of Perfect. What I like that. Uh MC, then Lyle, then uh Trevor Anderson. Everybody did great, all different kind of acts, really good. Then you come out, uh do Tank it. Tank it. Then this guy comes out and it's like, Oh, here we go. No, uh and you're doing awesome. The right. show's going great. And I I don't remember exactly what you were talking about at the time. I've that's lo- that's left my. I memory. can tell. I can tell you what I said. I said there isn't many black people here at this show. I haven't done a room this white since last night. Yes, <laughs> and I remember laughing at that. That's right. Yeah, and then and then all hell broke. And loose then you from... said where you said like where are the black people? Yeah, I said where are the black? people? Where are the black people? And then from behind where I was sitting, I hear someone go right here. And it was like, oh, all right. Well, somebody's speaking up from the back of the room that is okay. Sure, they're sh- they're announcing their presence. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was all it was going to be. Then next thing you know, there's like more commotion, and somebody starts coming towards the stage. And I'm still thinking, what 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 is this? Is this does, does he know this person? Is it somebody I know? Like who is coming towards the stage? And then suddenly it got really like, well, okay, this is not a joke. This this lady's how could you how far in could you tell that it wasn't a joke? Uh, when she put a f- when she grabbed for the mic, that's when you that's yeah. when you knew. Yeah, I knew who, when she jumped on stage. I was just like, "What is she fired up about?" And she was breathing way too hard. <laughs> she was breathing like she had been through a fucking marathon. It was insane. I was just like, "What is going on?" Okay, you tell your rendition. Keep going. 
Uh, so from what I remember, is then she said something like, as she's uh, come, you know, coming to the stage, trying to grab your microphone, which I've never ever. I've been to probably hundreds of shows here. Right. I've never. And I pulled the mic away from from her and said, "No, no, no." You said no right away. That's yeah. yours, which you have every right to say because yeah. it is at that time. That's your mic and nobody else's. And uh, and then she said something like, "I." I wanted you to tell your jokes. Is that she, what she said? She, yeah, I wanted. I, I want you to tell your jokes. Stop talking about people or stop yeah, making fun said, of people. To, stop talking to the audience and tell. Do what you do, and tell your jokes. Tell. I want to hear your jokes and tell your jokes. And I said, actually, if you looked at the internet to see what yeah. I did before you came, these are my jokes. Yes. And then she said, "You're a racist." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" Like it didn't make any sense at all. No, she, no. Like, I'm like, what? And she goes, "You're a racist." And she just kept yelling that I was a racist. And, and as like, a and as a 100 percent white guy in the audience, when you're anywhere, when you're anywhere, and a someone who's not white is yelling, the pointing out someone as being a racist, you're like, ah, make me, you, it, you can't help well, but be super uncomfortable. I'll stop you right there, and then you can finish telling your story. As soon as somebody calls me racist, I stop because I'm white. So I don't know if I'm racist, if I've said something racist. Okay. Like, I, I don't think I'm racist. I'm not racist because uh, racism to me is when you stop somebody from a different color from doing something. That is racism. Teasing somebody about their background or anything is not racist. But in getting in somebody's way of living their life or putting them down and trying to be above somebody is racist. Yeah, I I've like never been that person. Yeah. So I don't think I'm racist. But if somebody yells at me that I'm racist... It's not for me to say no. I'm not. Okay. So you got. You, if you think I'm racist, that's and you're of that color. I don't know what you've been through, so I'm just. I didn't say anything. What I said. Right. And then okay, go ahead. Uh, I well, I don't. I'm not sure where to go from there. I mean, it was uh, she. She didn't last long for after. No, that. she didn't last long because I said what I said, and I'll tell. You, I said to her, "You got to go." I said, "I've not liked things, but I don't make a scene about it and turn it into a protest. I just leave." Yes. I said, so you have got to go. So she stormed, started breathing hard again. And I was, the reason I said you got to go was I thought she was going to pass out. Like she was breathing so hard. I thought this girl is having a, uh, what is it when you have to breathe into the bag? Oh, panic attack? Panic attack, hyperventilate. Yeah. So I don't know if she ran up to play and then she panicked and like it all spun out for her because yeah. it didn't make sense. Like it, there was there was nothing going on that there should have been anger, right? Right. So so it didn't end, understand. So I was still like, okay, I'm, I was still concerned about her, but I'm like, just get her out of the room, and then she'll be fine. And I go, okay, you gotta go, and she goes like, ma 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 ma, and then <laughs> I said something. Whoever's with that girl, yes, there's got to be someone else with her I party. Said, I said, there's got to be somebody else with this party. You got to decide whether you're staying or leaving. And this gay guy stood up and said, I'm with her. And I'm leaving, sister. Like oh, he that. did say sister. Yeah, I called me sister, and I, I said, about that. and I said, all right, sister. Well, I said, get on your. I, I said, I said, take your cape and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, and, and at that time, she came running back, but the bouncers had her at that time. Yes. So she was just asked to leave. Yes. But what I said next was, you guys aren't going to tip because your piece is a shit. Yes. So whoever has that table, whoever's the waitress on that table, let me know, because they're going to take it on on you, mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with you. Correct. And sure enough, we asked later on if they'd tipped, and they hadn't tipped. Had not. 
Correct. So paid their bill. Paid their bill. Did not tip. Did not tip. Took it so out. So they took it out on somebody that was innocent. Mm-hmm. So I made sure that I gave the, the young lady. It was a thirty dollar. I won't say what I gave, but I gave. You know, she, I knew. I know. There's been other times where she's probably been screwed too. So I gave her a little bit extra. Nice. So, but I was just. I, it's, and that's how it ended. And then we went right back into the show. Just fuck. Like nothing happened. We yeah. went right back in. I made fun of it every so often. I'd make fun of yeah. it. Yeah. And then you're like, what? you guys, I'm gonna have to fight a black lady. Tonight. I, I said, I'm gonna have to fight a black lady after the show, and you guys, <laughs> you guys better have fun. Well, before I do that, so, so I don't know. We had fun for about. I think the show turned out to be an hour twenty or something. I was hour. gonna say there. Uh, it you know my internal clock. I didn't look at my watch or anything or my phone, but I could tell we've been here. We've been here. He's a, going a long time. This here. guy's got to shut up. Is what you thought, but. Then there was these girls sitting over here. Yes, and one a whole was, different party. One was real drunk. Yes, one was like sloppy drunk. It was, and the other two were really they were they were fun. I actually enjoyed playing with the other two, but the other one was sloppy drunk. Meow 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 meow. She said, "Well, if you're gonna pay her bill, I hate you too. Pay my bill." Remember that? Yes. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Buy me a drink. Yeah, buy me. I'm like, mm, no, you're gross. Uh, so so. <laughs> So we, we continue, and we're, I'm trying to wrap it up. We're like last three, maybe five minutes. I'm trying to wrap yeah. it up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they will not stop talking to each other. We're like at, we're in the home stretch, and they just won't stop talking yeah. to each other. So I said Apparently, that, they decided it was over. They decided it was over, and mm-hmm. we're having a conversation. And yeah. I said, ladies, can you just sh- shut the fuck up? Yeah. We've already been through some crazy. Yeah, we don't. We, we've had a we've had a great night, and I'm just I'm just trying to wrap it up, just tying it into a bow. And I and I and I don't know if they didn't want it to end or what it was, but the bouncer came over. The bouncer, and it's not a bouncer; it's a doorman, and it's uh, a what, what a cedar. It's a greeter, mm-hmm. it's usher, the, uh, usher. They're not bouncers, is what they are. They're they're big guys, but they're they're. Nothing ever like that happens, and it does, but it shouldn't at a comedy show because it's like having a bouncer at a bakery. Yeah. It's nothing but joy. Going to a comedy club uh-huh. is nothing but joy. Uh-huh. doesn't matter how, how bad the comedian is, how great the comedian is. There's booze, there's chicken fingers, and there's somebody dancing for you. Yeah. There is nothing bad about that situation, right? So he comes over and he goes, uh, ladies, can you quit talking to each other? And one loses their shit. Yeah, of course. They've told us not to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. They're assholes, meh, meh, meh. And I'm just like, they actually asked you to stop talking amongst each other. Correct. It's okay for you to talk to me. And she said, that is not what they said. And started yelling at me and stood up and walked out. And I was like, well, we lose a black girl, we lose a white girl. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's not racism right there. Everybody's equal, right? Then attention goes to the Asians in the front. And there's two Asians in front. I'm like, right, Asians? And everybody's like, oh, my God. You're going to leave anybody out of this? And I'm, no, I'm not. The reason I talk to everybody is because... I'm not frightened of somebody because they're different than me. Yeah, good. I'm not, I don't think I'm above somebody because they're different than me. Right. I don't think they're better than me. We're all on the same playing field and we're going to chirp each other and we're going to make fun. You're going to make fun of me. I'm going to make fun of you. Mm-hmm. We're just going to have fun. It's You came to my house. When I go into a comedy club, I pretend this is my basement. You've come over to my place. We are going to have a great time and... Just respect my house. That's all. You wouldn't go over to you wouldn't go over to somebody's house that's having a party and start yelling about their decorations or or what they have to serve to food or the booze isn't coming out quick enough. Right. You'd be polite in somebody's house. Mm-hmm. It's it's a privilege to come to a comedy club, and people think it's their right to come to a comedy club, and it's not. It's a privilege, and we love that you come. 
but just respect it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just respect the, the people around you and the situation and, and have a great time. And I don't mind the silly stuff that people say to me. I love it. I love it when they say, like the one girl wished HPV on me. Remember that? Yes. And was, I, I fucking thought that was hysterical. That was the biggest, <laughs> big, like that was such a great hate line. Everybody, everybody you know, they, people wish so many things. Nobody's ever, I hope you get a wart on your dick. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, and she yeah. said it such a polite way. I didn't even know if, she, I didn't even know if she'd wish me I, that I could go in the carpool lane. Like that's the HPV lane, you know? So, so it was, it was so fun. It was so fun. I just, I just like, they don't understand when when they come to a comedy club. I was just laughing. No, you're you're having a conversation with your friend and it went on a little too long and it's taking away from the show because I will say, as a comedian, I have this, and I'm sure a lot of comedians maybe they don't, but I have it for sure, and you can tell by my show. I'm a little ADD. So it bounces everywhere. Oh, and sure. If you do something that makes me notice, I'm ADD. I'm gonna notice yeah. and, and now I it's on your radar. Now I can't get it back. Like I had a lady not too long ago that was mad at me because I brought up her phone. I bring up people using their phone. I never have ever kicked anybody out of my show for using their phone. Oh. The reason I talk to them is because now I have an end to talking to you. I've seen your phone. Yeah. We're now in conversation. I've taken you away from your phone. So basically, I've stopped you from using your phone by having the conversation. Yeah. Everything is set. But this one lady who just could not believe that I was the biggest asshole that had stopped her from using her cell phone. And I said, and I was like, mm, actually, if there was an announcement before the show not to use your phone, there's things all over the world. You know, Don't use your phone. And I'm not the big dick. I'm actually trying to have fun with you. Yeah. And you are in the wrong. Like, It's understandable. There's people without sense of humor in this world. Mm-hmm. So we have to let them never come to a comedy club, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's such a fun place. It's such, it's, 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 it's an adult theme park, I think, in a comedy club, and it's just, it's just relaxing. And these are the most comfortable chairs in any comedy club in the world. Like anybody that's, oh, it was uncomfortable in there. The seating's, it's great. It's. Oh. I love it. That's right. Sit there and enjoy it, damn it. Yeah, just have fun. And if you don't, that's fine, too. You don't... Life is about choices. And yeah. If you don't like something, you yeah, but, you know, I hate the Kardashians. I don't run around telling people they shouldn't watch it. <laughs> you know, that's basically what you're doing when you make a scene at a comedy mm-hmm. club. There's one thing just to uh, walk out and maybe even go on social media and bitch to everybody that you know. This yeah. guy sucks and I had a terrible time. Yeah. But then you... Then the, the, that happened. Yeah. I've, like, I, like I said, I've never seen anybody put a foot on the stage and try to grab the mic. I've, I've, I have heard all sorts of stories of comics having to deal with people. It's really, I've heard of comics jumping into the crowd and punching people. I've heard people being punched on stage. I've heard people, guys, been chased out. I've seen video of a guy hit somebody with a guitar. I've seen, you know, it's, it, there's all sorts of weird things that sure. happen in a comic club. And it's never, the thing is, you have to always remember, there's, alcohol added to this situation and not everybody deals well with alcohol true so you're not getting people on a on a normal plane and i think that's why you don't see complaints a lot the next day on social media because people are embarrassed that they sure. were drunk the day after oh yeah fuck, what did yeah I? Oh, and, and did so, i Ugh. and and I've, I've i've had situations where people have been and people go Every time we go out with her, she gets us into trouble. And I'm like, you got to choose your friends wisely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that you, at some point, you got to take responsibility mm-hmm. and not put yourself in that situation. Uh, but what were people, I'm curious, what did, 
Because I stopped and chatted with you just for a second before we left, and I know there were a lot more people. What were people saying to you on the way? Oh, they just tell me how much fun they had. Yeah. They just they they weren't they re- they really didn't focus on that situation because I think I took away from it so quickly. Yeah, I think people that are in a comedy club a lot probably seen would focus in on it more than people that come to a show and thought, well, that was different, wasn't it? But <laughs> but look at all the other things he did. He didn't even like I I. I you didn't even they were like it didn't even phase you and i'm like why should it like there's other stuff i've had i had uh uh, in hermosa beach i walked on stage within a minute i noticed a girl on the front stage i watched her one eye flip up and i watched her other eye flip up and i knew she was about to have a seizure and she had a seizure She she was having a seizure and i said to her boyfriend i said hold on to her I said, hold, get her comfortable. Make sure her head doesn't hit on anything. And like, get her comfortable. And people are like, what's going on? And then I said, is there a doctor, uh, a nurse? Whoa! Yeah, and and they, she wrote out the seizure. Um, they woke her up. A, a guy came up. There was a nurse. Uh, he helped out, and they took her in in the back, and we just continued the show. Like, you know, there's there's things that happen. If you don't, it's part of the job is to learn how to we're letting people escape and you got to let them escape. Yeah. Like you can't shut it down, you know? So. Wow. I remember I had one lady pass out. One lady passed out in a show, fell off a t- like a, a high table stools, hit her head. Boom. And I heard a thud and I'm like, Oh no, she's down. So I got, and I said, I need bouncers and, and we got to call an ambulance. <laughs> and I was I had you make fun of things, you make fun of things, and some guy got pissed off. And I said, "What did you want me to do? Just break down and start crying?" <laughs> it's like, like what? What would have been better? Like, I I know how to deal with things, but yeah. I, I don't have. I and I, you know what I need to do? I I need to actually take a St. John's ambulance course or whatever those the the, the, uh, the EMT resu- course, I, not an EMT course, but I should know what to do and say what what are they called? Uh, emergency response responder. Yeah, I should take some sort of course because I'm around enough people in uh in groups that things happen and i should know how to resuscitate somebody i should know how to what side to flip them onto i should know what to you know i should i I, i'm gonna i'm actually gonna look into that because now that we're talking this i'm like hey i should probably learn so yeah think of the headlines that would make life ian bag lifesaver that would be awesome hero oh hero (laughs) hero i think it was last night (laughs) but i will say uh it almost seemed like uh, I mean you're pretty how do I say it? you're pretty loose on stage like very relaxed in you know uh, because of all the crowd work of all the talking mm-hmm. to the audience, but I noticed a change after that happened. It was even maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I was imagining somebody that keep yelling hello. Do you hear that? Yeah, I don't know. I think somebody's at the door. <laughs> Is there an owl somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. Hello. <laughs> I think somebody's out there saying hello. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be surprised. It's probably Sai. It'd, right? be, it'd be hilarious if it was actually her. <laughs> she came down to complain. Yes, we are. Come on out. Oh, my goodness. There really is somebody yelling. Right here. Us. Come out. Come on out right here. <laughs> what is going on? Is there something in the air here? What is going on? If she walks in and sits at the seat where all those people were last night, I'm going to die. Is it a full moon? Like, seriously. <laughs> well, was, I know. I, I could hear it. I'm like, hello, hello. She buying tickets? She better be buying tickets. Oh what's, what's she here for? <laughs> she making delivery? She here for open mic? Is it Lyle's mom? Oh, great. 
you know what? Maybe she wasn't talking to anyone here. She was trying to answer she's her phone. Hello? 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 Oh, that's fucking Hello? hysterical. Are you guys even open? What's going on in this place? <laughs> My buddy, uh, when we were kids, you know, before uh, cell phones were around, you'd have to call your friend on the house phone. Right. My buddy stayed at his grandma's house a lot. Oh. I used to live with my grandpa too. In Australia. And, and you'd call, and it would be, "Hello," and she would. It, all you would hear is "O" oh, of the "hello." By the time the phone That's actually got funny. to her face, I think I, she was saying "hello." My old aunt used to live with us, <laughs> and I remember phoning home one day. Uh, hey, Aunt Claire, sh- is Sharon there? Nope. Click just hangs up. And I'm like, <laughs> "What was the conversation?" Hey, hey, Aunt Claire, it's Ian. Ian's not here. I'm like, no, it's Ian. Ian's not here. No, it's Ian. Eight minutes of that. And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how anything got done before cell phones. No, I know. I, I agree. I um, Like, if, if, oh, go ahead. if a major city ever loses power like it is, well, I guess Puerto Rico right now. Like, I don't wonder how, how anybody's going to find anybody with there's no power on. There, there can't be any cell service. If the power's out, there's no cell service, I'm guessing, right? Right. Well, I just heard on the drive over here, I heard some news story about a camper that was lost and he was in the middle of nowhere and had like just barely, they found him, had barely enough food to get by, knew that there was a, uh, some people searching for him. So he rationed his food, but he had his phone with him, but, and with a charge, but the, uh, no service. So lost. Crazy. But you think like you, I get out of anything with my phone here. Yeah. Yeah. Just punch in the coordinates, call somebody. It's crazy. I wanted to say... Um, I think she's still wandering around. I think I can hear that as well. I uh, I listened back to the... You've been on this podcast one other time. We did uh-huh. it in uh, 2000, June of 2015. Mm-hmm. And I listened back to that. And it's interesting. I listened to it today, as a matter of fact. And on that recording, you talk about having a different crazy show here. Back uh, in 2011, US, U- US, US Bank. US Bank, Christmas yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. But Christmas parties are different. Christmas parties are always insane. Wednesday nights usually aren't insane, right? And nobody called me a racist on that night. <laughs> so uh, they were just—they're just arrogant pricks that night. It's yeah. pretty funny. Well, what were you going to say though? You said afterwards, could could you tell? Was the crowd pretty loose? Was oh, I think I think the yes, I felt the vibe of the was like we were so with you at that point. Like after all that happened. I just felt got like everybody was so with you and so relaxed, and you were seen more. Relaxed. I think I, I think if I hadn't dealt with it the way I did, I could have lost the crowd, but we didn't lose the crowd at all. I don't no, even I, more. Yeah, I, and then it seemed like you were having so much fun, and like I said, it, I had a great. I love yeah. being on stage. Yeah. It's safe. It's yeah. I know people could jump on it, but it's safe. It's it's fun. It's it's great. It's just stupidity. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of people don't like my show. Dumb people. Dumb people. Because they get lost. Because it moves fast. Uh, you have to keep up. You and if you're not, if you're not socially aware of yourself, you can get really scared. Yeah. And the, I could tell she was lost. Like she didn't know what to say, so she called me a racist. Yeah, I mean, I felt like you know we didn't have a ch- my wife and I didn't have a chance to talk about it while we're in here. So we're as soon as we get outside the club, you know, it was like we all we talked about pretty much on the way home. Well, there's a lot of silence. We've been married a few years. A lot of just looking at each other. <laughs> you, huh? <laughs> leave the radio off. We can't agree on anything. No. Just leave it off. Uh, but, you know, we're trying to make sense of what had happened. And I'm thinking, did she She just misunderstood everything Ian was doing? Because I felt like she was going to be, okay, now he mentioned black people. And now I'm going to have to stick up for everybody here that he was picking on. 
because she was picking on these people. But I wasn't picking on anybody. But that's how she took it, probably. It's not a... I came out, and it started with a girl putting on lip gloss. Yes. That's how my show, show started out, and I mentioned that I've never had anybody have to shine up their, sh- shine up their lips before I've... Uh, Started a show, so I knew it was going to be a good one. Yeah. That's that's not picking. I don't. What it is is my my show is something happens, and I take that little nugget and I explode it. Yeah. It's not. It's not about me saying you're an asshole, you're a loser, you're you're different than me, you're gross. It's a little idea exploded into something completely mm-hmm. different. So yeah. You know. You know what you do is you kind of turn audience members into characters yes yes they're characters in my show yeah mm-hmm. it's like you know and like when well. i'm leaving i can talk about them like there's lip balm girl right there's nephew right there's um, there's uh uncle there's uncle that aged. if anybody anybody should have been angry it's the uncle that <laughs> i thought he was the father <laughs> he was two years older than the one guy His brother yeah and he looked horrible <laughs> But he was—he was so—he was—he was so comfortable in himself, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it's really cool. I—I th- I think it's great. Like, the, you know, I'm sitting around characters, part of the show. Mm. There's three in front of me, one behind me, three over here. A guy sent me a message on Instagram last night and apologized for the crowd. Oh. And I said, actually, no. He's. Uh, I don't. I said, did he apologize for the crowd? He apologized, and I said, please don't apologize. I had. A fantastic time. So I hope you did too. And he sent back. He said, "I had a great time, but I'm just making sure you had a great oh. time." So I was like, "No, well, it that's was, cool." It's uh, there's not there was nothing to apologize about last night. Yeah, one bad apple does not make me cut down the tree. Yeah, I uh, I was I've been listening to your podcast. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a great. But we'll probably talk about this next week too. Uh, it's just a. It's called National Bag Radio, and it's just a, a guy out of uh, many anonymous. Uh, St. Louis. I was going to say, I think that's not what I listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's not the one I listen Out of St. Louis, um, said to me one day, he said, you should do a podcast. And I explained to him why I'm not doing one. And he said... Because you used to. I used to do one, but with a bunch of friends. And it was hard to coordinate. If there's no financial gain for somebody, and there was for nobody, it was hard to keep them all together. Yeah. And it, we had a great run. I think we did like 50 of them, 60 of them, which is quite a bit once a week. So... Uh, that just ran ran its course, and I had a great time with it. But I said, if I do another one, I just want it to be conversation. You know, I don't want it to be uh, bing, bong, bang, bing, bong, bing, which was the other one, which I had a great time, but I, I can do that. So I wanted to strengthen myself by having to tell stories, tell, talk about things. And, yeah. And so it's just uh, my buddy Chris Denman, and I call, call him up. He does all the technical work, and uh, it's just me calling him up and saying, uh, what's going on with last week? So... I honestly, listening to it, I, um, it's kind of like what I'm doing here. A lot it's like what re- you're doing here, it, yeah. But instead of but having I don't have a rotation, in, no it, interviews. Yeah, that's 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 that's, 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 that's our th- that's our thing. We have we'll tape somebody and they'll say they won't be on the national bag radio this week. That's how the intros are now. Yeah. So yeah. So not yeah. a guest. Yeah, not a guest. Will yeah. not be a guest this week. <laughs> I uh, I mean that you know I'm trying to make you know I like. The happiest version of this is when it's as, as conversational as right. possible. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, I, you know, I don't think what I'm doing here is a lot different than what you're doing, except that it's a rotation of, uh, except it's a new person every week. New person, and and with him, it's 
I'm talking to a friend. So yeah. it's trying to get me to describe things to my fr- friend rather than, for me, I would always be in your chair, right? Sure. So I didn't want to be that guy. Okay. I wanted to be this guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I wanted to, have to create the story on my own. Yeah. So, so that's... You, you know what? I, I, a better comparison is a show I do, the, a, a No Laugh Track podcast, when it's someone that's been on four or five times. Right, yes. And, and then we've got Just a talking with a buddy. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. And you got to make it entertaining for mm-hmm. them, and you just can't do the same thing. Yep, yep. You can't just get you know Exactly. That's exactly. exactly right. Exactly. So I really enjoyed it. I, I love that format. Oh, thanks, uh, and he's a radio guy? He's a radio guy. He's got an AM show in St. Louis, uh, Kana Sports Channel. He's a good guy, yeah. National Bag Radio drops every Tuesday on iTunes. And see, I'm giving you a chance to promote it because I also man. noticed him giving you shit about not yeah, promoting I'm it enough. Yeah, I'm bad at promoting things. Yeah. Like, you probably noticed that I didn't mention it last night you at didn't. all. You didn't. And I was like, son of a bitch. I uh-huh. can't believe I got to let the MC know to mention it. So. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm horrible at saying what about it, but uh, he gets on me. But I just like, hey, I'm just about the work. I'm not about the advertising. Yeah. So, so are you you're, are you doing any prep to? And I notice are you doing them all on the phone? The ones I hear. Yeah, we do all on the phone. Yeah, well, I just call him in. We're like, you just, you just, we just pick a time. And that's the beauty of it. You can be anywhere. I can be anywhere. Um, I, it's just, yeah, it actually just works out perfect. So we'll keep going. Yeah, that's that's good. So you're not showing up with any prep. No, just whatever happened. In I your just life. write down a couple things. Yeah, that's how, that was all we talked. Uh, he talked mostly this week about. I don't know if you've listened to this one, but all the things that are going down in St. Louis. He was talking about that, and then we talked a little bit about me being in Tampa. Yes, so, yes, yeah. I did listen to that one. So it was I, fun. I did listen to that one. Yeah, it sounds like uh, minus this week, you've been uh, traveling around hurricanes. I've. I was in Houston the week before they had their. <laughs> yeah, hurricane. I heard that. And then, and then the week after in Tampa, I was just like. Oh, so I close a club and I open a club. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? So, yeah, so it was pretty cool. We're things back to... I don't know if it's cool, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, great weather here today and Amazing. yesterday, so I don't think we have anything World's to worry about. The world's fucked up, man. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's a mess out there. And people are like, no, there's no, there's no global warming. I'm like, uh, I don't think cities are supposed to fall down. You know, right. Yeah, like, I don't, ugh, I don't know. I'm terrified. I don't, I'm just like, oh... I don't know if every generation has this or every, but it feels like we're coming to the end of Rome. You know, right? Remember how excited everybody was just like a month ago just to see the stupid eclipse, and that was like the natural thing we were all uh, focused on, and that was happy. Like, Uh don't look directly at it. By the way, I never heard anybody going blind. Nobody went blind. No one went blind. The president looked exactly like I don't. I can't believe I called him a president. Trumpy looked exactly straightforward at it. And I'm like, oh, God. I thought, when I saw that on Twitter, I thought it was a goof. And yeah, then I found so out too. he really did. He like, what the? <laughs> Everything that that guy does, you're like, did he really do that? And you're like, he did. And you're like, wow. Yeah, because all I saw was someone else's tweet referencing it. Like, yeah. well, he didn't really. And then you see the news. And then you see like, the picture. Oh, he okay. fucking did. All right, then good for you. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Did you. Uh, did you notice any? Uh, how were things in Tampa last week? Uh, the big thing that I noticed that uh, all the billboards were shredded. Okay. Because I guess what they do is they cut them, so the wind will go through them and then it shreds them. Oh. So otherwise, if they leave them up, um, it'll knock the sign down. I've seen a couple bent signs. Um, seen the staging area for all the trucks that like are going on putting the power back on oh yeah that was pretty interesting it was, yeah. in a, it was in a dog track all the trucks were in a dog track it was pretty crazy so that's a lot of trucks um but for the most part no people were coming in hey we just got our power but i was like i was surprised the numbers we were doing we we're doing like 150 uh for thursday 
250 for Friday early show, 125 for late show, 250, and then nice. 140. And I'm like, well, that's pretty good for a couple of days after a hurricane, you know? Cause <laughs> right? I, I was expecting, because I, I said to my agency, I said, I'm not taking responsibility for these numbers this week. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way that nobody's going to fight to come in and right. see me. In You're setting me up. Yeah, exactly. They're going to blame me. Because I remember I did a show, and this shows how long I've been doing comedy. Uh, nine When the space shuttle exploded in 86? Yeah, Worse. Uh, 9-12-2001. Ooh, yeah. No, 9-13. So it's two days after 9-11. I went to Sacramento Punchline and filled in for a guy that couldn't get in there. Because no flights were flying. Remember, I, I think it was about four or five days before you could fly. So he's like, they said, Ian, will you go up there? And I said, yes. And they never had me back for about a decade because I had the worst numbers ever in record of the club. Yeah. And I'm like, did you guys look at the date at all? Like, that's a, that's a screw over right there that you're holding terrorism yeah. against me you know the country was mourning they were, just a bit people were terrified people yeah. were not leaving their house everything anything that flew in the air they thought was coming at them yeah right, right. so oh i just comedy clubs if especially if they're not like when there's not uh ownership in the um town like a club that doesn't have an owner like uh i don't know how to explain it so uh, some of these like these, a chain versus yeah, some local? of these chains where where there's somebody's running the club, but they don't have they don't get money like they're not an owner. Oh, right? so oh, okay. I call it I call it a, a um uh, a ship with no no captain, no captain because they really don't they they're they're all over the place and they don't really pay attention to things and that should probably be circled nine eleven two thousand and one yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah so yeah but, everybody gets but a break. I, and I love that club I go there now and they they finally let oh, me that's back good. and they go oh yeah yeah well yeah 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 and I'm like <laughs> asses asses are you uh your the podcast radio stuff you did some it was on XM wasn't it I did yeah we put it on XM for a while yeah yeah, yeah you still was, have XM uh, no no I I kind of just don't I what happened was. I was doing with um, uh, Toad Hop Network, which is a guy named Frank. It's Heidi Foster, Heidi Frosty, and Frank out of L.A. Um, they own this thing, and I was doing it with them. And then they moved into the John Lovitz Club, and uh, we we were doing it out of there. And I went to South Africa for six weeks worth of shows. And as the night I was getting on a plane. Um, the people at the, at John Lovitz and Toad Hop had an argument and pulled everything out. So, and I was supposed to have shows for um, for for the next couple weeks for XM. So now I'm like, don't know what I'm doing. So they made me make a choice of where I was going to do my show. And I'm like, I'm on a, I'm getting on a plane in two minutes to go to South Africa, yeah. and you guys are doing this to me. So I, I just, I, pull, I pulled out of both places, and they both hate me. Oh no! The, the Lovitz Club went broke. Toad Hop closed, and 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 I pulled off of XM because I'm just like, I can't give you a product that's going to be worth going on your thing. So, yeah. Uh, that's and that's the other reason we shut down our show, and then I just never started it up again. I was just like, eh, and then now we've got the new one, and I quite enjoy it. Yeah. Do you do a uh, do you, when you go to St. Louis? Do you do a live one with this? Uh, I haven't done a live one. one. He's pushing me to do a live I bet. one. Yeah, you should. I think we might next time. So, 
you definitely Dan should. Dan Min, he might get your wish. He wants, to, <laughs> he wants to do a live one in L.A. as well. I'm just like, uh, L.A. is a tough market to do it in because there's so many famous people you're competing against. Sure. Yeah, there's... It's funny when you go into L.A. You know you're doing well when you can get a crowd in L.A. Yeah? Yeah. Because Los Angeles has so much competition. The competition. Yeah. So it just takes the rest of the rest of the country to click on to that after a while. You know, you have some competition tonight. What's here. my competition? Not not really. But it's where I'm going as soon as I we're done where you here. Going? To work my job over at the Minnesota Wild. I was gonna go to that. What time's the game? Seven. First preseason game. Here's a question for you. Could I go to it and make it is it worth me going? Oh, what time do you when eight thirty you need to be back? Yeah. I mean you could see the first period. You've been there before, right? I have been there before, but my buddy's a goalie coach for Winnipeg. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so you could get in free. Yeah, he's like, hey, it's, let me know if you want tickets. Because oh. I, I called him up and said, hey, I see you guys are in town tomorrow. Are you here tonight? And he's like, no, we're in Edmonton. So they flew in from Edmonton today. Today? Oh. Yeah. Or last night or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I've been, I've been, kind of, I'm like, ah. Uh, Get a little taste of hockey in I know, September. I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Let's <sighs> see if he even sent me a message. Uh, <laughs> So that's where I'm going tonight. Go sell some. You beers. work there? Yeah, cold beer here, up and down the stairs. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, been doing that a long time. Long, 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 long. Is that time. a good? Uh, is that a good gig? It is the. Uh, it's uh, one of the best part-time jobs you can get. I, I'll do it until I physically can't. Probably. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, I. Really, I, uh, I, really like I. My last message to him was, "Well, I'll check the times uh, for the game and get back to you." So it's, I'm still up in the air. So I I don't think I'm going to make it, though. And your team is the Canucks. So my remember. team is the team that is in China right now. Yes, that's what I was just going to bring up. They lost I just five found to that two out. last night to the Kings. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I, don't, I don't really understand why hockey is going to China. China? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> well, China a couple of years ago made a big push to get an Olympic team going. So did they have one? There, I don't know if I they, don't remember. I don't know if they had one that was good enough to get into the Olympics last time. But they're they are trying to they are trying to uh, start the hockey program over there. And they're smart if they push you know that Asian that Asian rim. What do they call that Pacific, Pacific rim? rim yeah. It's not that far from uh, Vancouver. So why not try to make Vancouver? the most popular team and they brought Los Angeles over there which is smart and oh, Vancouver Oh okay. Vancouver also did this interesting thing where they signed a Chinese goalie Goaltender. to an amateur I, contract. I saw yeah. that. So yeah, they're doing they're, they're over, I think they're playing 3 games. Is it 3? I games? saw 2. 2? Okay. Do they So uh, they played one. I think they're doing one in Shanghai and one in Beijing. And did that Chinese goalie play last night? Do you know? I don't know. I, you, didn't, you I don't just know. I didn't read much about it. The only thing that I seen was one of the players had wore a Chinese outfit to the game, like said, a kimono or something. No, it's like <laughs> what a, do you mean? Like a red tuxedo kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So I was like laughing because they, uh, even though they lost five to two, he was still styling. <laughs> so funny. But I, I don't think the Canucks are going to be. I, I read something that um, the Canucks won't be, and this was last year, wouldn't be relevant for five years. So well, they were uh, one of the they were one of the worst teams last two years, right? Twenty eighth and like twenty ninth in the league. I think them, I can just watching what they've done with their head office and stuff and their ownership. They've turned themselves into the new Toronto. There's no real. Oh yeah. There's no real smarts there going on. So. Uh, one of the things that uh, I got to bring up about the last time you were here that I listened to earlier today, you predicted. 
the firing of Mike Yo. I did. Yes. Oh, I knew. Yeah, yeah. I don't. He ended the up Wild had just had that really amazing run at the end of the 2015 season, and then shit the bed in the playoffs. And we were here in June. The season had the playoffs were still. Or actually, the Stanley Cup had just ended, so everybody's done. And you said, "I don't think Mike Yo will survive this," and he got fired the freaking next year. Huh. Nice pretty job. Smart. I'm pretty smart. Nice job. That was impressive. Who did they bring in for him? There was that uh, oh, like Torchetti yeah, yeah. guy for a half a season. And then, and then they brought, what's his Bruce Boudreaux. Bruce, uh, barbecue Bruce, my buddy calls him. <laughs> he looks like he's always got barbecue sauce all over his shirt. <laughs> so, <laughs> he does. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he's really, really nice. Did they go after, did, did the Wild go after, um, what's his face, that was in Washington for the last couple of years? That was in St. Louis before, that's a, a local kid. Ooh, uh, why am I blanking? Oh, um, TJ Oshie? Yeah. Did they, did they get no, him? Oh. No. I read someplace that they predicted he'd end up here. No, Matt Cullen came back. Oh. Huh. Is that the piece that was needed? Uh, no, but he'll be fine. <laughs> what's you know, the he's piece, in his 40s. What's the piece that need, is needed? A, a, a star center. Is Oshie a center? Yeah, I think he could play center if he's not. Yeah, would have been that would have been great. Right? Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. Um, I don't. Such a tough, tough, tough conference to be in. Mm-hmm. You got Chicago. You got Winnipeg's in it, right? Yeah. Um, and Winnipeg is is like you guys. They're, they're two pieces away from being something. And their fans, uh, they will. I think you. It's cheaper for them to come here. Yes, you just yes, exactly what I was going to say. We have so many Winnipeg fans when they play in St. Paul. It's amazing, and that's what they say. Like they'll buy a beer, tip huge, just like money is no object. Yeah. Like, this is cheaper to come here than to get yeah. our tickets Why'd for they, our homes because they can't stadium. get tickets. It's sold out. Yeah, it's like uh, they'll never if they don't come down here, they won't get to go to a game. Yeah, that's wild. Vegas is going to be huge for all these teams. Yeah, what do you it's, think about that? I think it's great. I think it's. Uh, I actually don't mind those unis too. Those they're they're okay. They got a couple of flaws to them that I don't like, but they're not the worst. They're not the worst. Yeah. I don't like the gold in them. I guess what what happened was somebody got the idea of calling them the uh, the Vegas Knights. Knights, yeah. And they nice weren't able to play on words, but they weren't able to get that, so they had to put the gold. Gold. In them. Oh, okay. So, and I think the golden part. I think th- a three lost. What I guess is four. Four is. Like I like a team that doesn't have a plural on. I like the Wild. Yeah. I like. I, I think the Vancouver, uh, the Winnipeg Jet would be better than Jets. Think so? So yeah, just one Jet, just like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I there is a team in uh, in uh, Russia that was called the Locomotive. I thought that was such oh, a. Oh, that's pretty name. tough. That's a, yeah. It's a, yeah. They, they, that was that team that crashed. That plane crash. Pavel Dimitra. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, that was terrible. But that was such a great name for a team, the Locomotive. Have you played in any more, uh, you mentioned last time, any more celebrity games? With I have the... not played any more celebrity games. I broke my ankle last summer mountain biking like in, like I was 14 years old. Um, I fell off my bike. I fell off my bike and tumbled down a mountain. <laughs> um, um, but I did skate a couple times this summer at the King's facility. And... Uh, I, one of my buddies is uh, their equipment managers there and a, a strength coach. And I know a bunch of guys and I'm like, yeah, come on out and skate. Nobody uses the ice. So I'll go out and skate. And I thought it was going to be Jack Campbell, their backup goalie, who I kind of know was just going to be there. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. And he'd be doing stuff. And then I'd have the other end of the ice. Yeah. to take a couple shots. And I'm like, 
son of a bitch, there's more players here. Next thing I know, I'm in drills. I'm like, son of a bitch, I'm doing what? drills. I'm like doing drills with them. So it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. So I skated with them a little bit, and it was, it was fun. Wow. Yeah, so 46 years old, still skating with them. They're nice. missing their teeth. They're teasing me. I go, they go, I said I said I couldn't live another forty years with my I sell my with myself for another forty years if I didn't do the drills with you. And he goes, "You think you're gonna live that long?" <laughs> I'm like, nails nice. getting nice. chirped. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of the guys, one of the boys. Here. Hey, let's go shower together. <laughs> Weird. Were you uh, conscious to not step on the logo? Do they have a logo on the floor in the, yeah, in the locker room? I'm I'm one of those idiots. I was just like, hey. and somebody had said something, and I was like, oh, otherwise I would have walked all over it. But I got a, I got a couple pictures on Instagram of me sitting in the dressing room and oh really yeah and it was and it's cool I show up with like an my old bag you know and stuff and I left with a new bag and new new shin pads and new like new I, I got like I'm totally decked out so nice yeah it's nice. pretty fun I remember um, a friend of mine uh, became friends with Jordan Leopold mm-hmm. who's a hockey player for mm-hmm. I don't know a dozen years or something in yeah. the NHL he's from Minnesota. He, when he his first team, I think was the Calgary Flames, yeah. and my buddy uh, from Jordan got a couple of their the T-shirts they have in the training room. Yeah, I thought it was this is the greatest. You can't buy these in stores. That's funny because our house is just packed because with, with that buddy, stuff. Yeah, because my buddies are like the equipment trainers, right? Oh yeah, so, so you get a, a, one so of everything. I, I, these shoes, I fucking walked in in flip flops and walked out with these shoes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, for people, who are, I, so you're wearing some nice Nikes right there. And what colors are they? Black and white, oh, king's the colors. king's colors, yeah. yeah. And I, I walked out with uh, Lululemon socks. What? Yeah, I, I walked out with, uh, um, what else? I got tons of stuff. I got tons of Winnipeg stuff, too, I got, what, like, that I just, they just give me. I walk into the dressing room. I became friends. I, I love the game so much. I become friends with a bunch of different people. I like some people. I could never like that team. I'm like, what are you kidding? The game's the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm in my 40s. I'm not going to bleed blue or whatever you know like whatever that I, I love the game mm-hmm. I, so uh become friends with the say the, the san jose coaches and stuff and just kind of they came out to a show and you know you just end up i end up with all different sorts of logos wandering around to me so yeah yeah you don't need to be loyal at this point no i'm you know what i'm loyal to free stuff <laughs> you said damn right free stuff <laughs> uh-huh mm-hmm. I, I, you're speaking my language now there's no doubt about that. How much? How long have we been doing this? Oh, uh, let's do a few more things here. Uh, we t- we covered the uh, when I got here today. Uh, I was chatting with Brandon, so who uh, you know, works here during the mm-hmm. day, and he's like, "Did you know that Ian was in these movies with the chimpanzee?" I go, "Yeah, we talked about that last time." He's like, "Yeah, I watched the trailers. They're wild." Uh, any more acting in the last couple mm-hmm. years? I think I've done a couple things. Nothing that's really stood out, but I've done. I did some game shows. Did some. Different bits and pieces here, all over the place. So, yeah, I'm out right now selling shows. So, in, in meetings and stuff all the time. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're you're living in L.A. Uh, yeah, I'm in Long Beach. Long I've been, Beach. I've been in Long Beach for about ten years. I was in New York for I've I've been in L.A. since 2001. Long Beach for since 2010. I was in New York from '95 to 2001. All right. So, so Long Beach is the right place to be right now. Uh, Long Beach, I love it. We live on the beach. We live on the water. It's pretty crazy. It's, <laughs> I'm, I, I really, do, you know how we we're just talking about like, getting the hockey stuff for free. Like that blows my mind. Like I can go into a NHL facility. Like as, oh, a, yeah. as a kid, you would tell you just like what. 
I, I wish I was 15 How years old. How would I ever get to meet anyone that would yeah. help me do that? Right. Yeah, I just walk in, and they come out to the shows, and you're like, well, you, 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 you just sitting around and i don't know but then i go home and my front yard is the beach like uh, honest to god it's we live in a duplex we're on the top level and the front yard is the beach and this year we had nine killer uh uh not killer waves uh great whites floating around in front of our house what uh we had <laughs> We had a gray whale right in front of the house on the same day as the eclipse. Oh, wow. Uh, everybody was watching the eclipse. I'm like, hey, there's that gray whale. And he's coming up the channel. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, man, that's a gray whale again. What do we look at? The eclipse of the gray whale? So, but it was. Look up, look down. Look, yeah, up. look up and look down. Don't, don't confuse yourself and look at the sun and blind yourself and look at the. Yeah, but it was, it was, it was, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's for a kid from the middle of nowhere in Canada, yeah. stuff, sometimes my life just does not make sense. And I'm not even famous. I'm not even like anywhere near where I sh- I need to be and I'm living the life. You know, so it's it's pre- I can't imagine if I actually had success. I'd be a, I'd probably be a heroin addict. <laughs> I don't know how you become a heroin addict like when things are going well. Like you hear about I don't I have remember, no idea. Uh uh Nick Nolte became a was got addicted to heroin at like 68 or something like that and you're like what, how does that happen how do, well, he had a really weird bucket list yeah really weird <laughs> he must have thought he was going to die 10 years ago or something. how do you get addicted <laughs> so hey i uh li- one of the things i heard you say listening uh to your show you were talking about uh comedians like demands and like uh, the amount of nights you work or the place you stay and you mentioned something about eddie griffin asking for shoes is that a real thing that's a real thing Really? Yeah. Uh, he he do, he used to get them every show. He would get a new pair of Michael Jordans to rock the stage in. Now he gets one a weekend. One is, pair a weekend. is that how? I feel like that's how it was actually written into the contract. Yeah, rocking I've the heard, stage. I've heard. I I heard somebody they were like read the contract last night, and it's and he used to get like a couple packs of cigarettes and some uh, bottle of. Um, champagne to every Jesus. show but now it's gone down to the booze they usually you, you know the, you, they, they'll give you booze in a comedy club pretty, mm-hmm. pretty easy like they know what guys they they keep it away from some guys but for even men they should probably keep it away from him but they he gets a bottle of uh, i don't know what champagne it is but he gets a bottle of it every show or something like that but yeah yeah guys because I didn't know I was coming here on Tuesday. I thought that's what I was. That's what all, I was, was like, going to bring that up. Is I was just like, mm-hmm. I talked about this on the radio. I, yes. like I didn't even. I was like, really? Well, that surprises. I'm like, when, when, since when? Who's who's open on a Tuesday now? That's. But so. you've done Tuesdays here in the past, I'm sure, right? I don't think I have. You don't. You don't think you have, huh? Even my wife was like, "Why are you going there on a Tuesday? What's going on?" And I was just like, "We got something going on out there." I'm like, <laughs> "No." So yeah, it's funny because. I just noticed a contract for January, and I'm like, well, well, this one has a Tuesday in it too, and it's I haven't been to that club before. It's the one in Austin, owned by Rich Miller, who's connected to this to place. this place. Yes. So I'm like, these motherfuckers got Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. Lewis Tuesday. told him it was okay to book you on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't right. be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's 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 I don't know any club that has that other than this one and that one. That See, but on Tuesday. the flip side of that, I think I couldn't imagine going to a show on a Sunday night. And what do you, what would you prefer, working a Sunday I or a Tuesday? I don't like the Sunday night shows. 
I well, can't I'd rather work going. a Wednesday than a Tuesday. Usually it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I'd rather do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I like being home on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, me I too. Like That's why I'm not going to probably go to the comedy club on Sunday. Yeah. Because I do want to be home, just yeah. like you do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just, it's just, I don't know. I really, it's, it's stand up. You just, I just, I, I think I, did I say something about the date yesterday and it happened to be the right date and I was actually kidding? Oh, I so, uh, that might have been the night before. It might have oh. been on Tuesday. It might have been on Tuesday because I told the crowd, I said, I didn't even know I was supposed to be here. Oh. <laughs> we had a good time. With, but I said the date, and they're like, that's the right date. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, that's cool because I just kind of lose track of dates. Sure. And I'm like, okay, it's September this week. I put all my all my bills on automatic payments. So mm-hmm. I don't ever have to worry about mm-hmm. them. So that's that kind of thing. This week, uh, specifically Tuesday. What? Yeah. What uh, well, one final thing I think I want to ask you is like, Scorpion. because of all the crowd work in a, a how like if how do I ask it how clo- how similar is one show to the next? Um, the last two nowhere near. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's taking away Wednesday night here. It all Acme. depends on the crowd where we go, but it's always fun. Like even last night was fun. Oh, I would it was say a both lot shows, of fun. Yeah, you know, like it's fun. Like it doesn't. I don't think going sideways is wrong. You know, Mm-mm. it's it's when you're trying to deliver the trucks or the, the the bread and the truck gets stuck on the ice, but you skid out a little bit. Does the bread get delivered? Yep, yep. That's what that's what counts. You there know? you go. So I just got to listen to my own music and sing along as we're delivering the uh, we're delivering the bread. <laughs> but um, I've had people come to all shows. I was wondering about that. I do have people. I have several people that come back two nights in a row. I have some people that do that just to check out to see, because a lot of people that have never seen it before are convinced that I have plants in the audience. I bet. They think that I just set up the same, over and over on the same people. I'm like, I can't afford that. <laughs> I can't afford to try, because it's not one person that I talk to. No. Oh, no. It's, it's, a, it's a cast of characters. It's, it's my, it's my, uh, my what, what does Howard Stern have? His, his whack packers? Whack packers, yeah. yeah. That's basically what I build. <laughs> So. You got Elephant Boy over there, and uh, yeah, right. yeah, exactly, yeah. So <laughs> Hank the Angry Dwarf over here, mm-hmm. <laughs> Cindy the Angry Black Lady. <laughs> less, fa- way, less I, famous. I, I need to know if if I th- I think if I was black, I'd rather be called black than African American because if African American ex- seems exclusive, excluded. Yeah, like you're American, but you're African American. Mm-hmm. Whereas your black I, doesn't tell you where you're from. Well, I don't. I mean that everybody pushing the political correctness of African American. I feel like that as politically correct as everybody is now. Uh, I feel like that has died down, and like black's okay do you now. Re- do you remember? How, do you remember how my show starts? Yes. Don't be offended. This is a comedy that's, show. That's what made me laugh about last night. I'm like, 17 minutes after I said that, uh-huh. somebody's offended. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Well, let me. And read- I do that every show. I do that every show. I tell them. Don't be offended. Like, none of this means anything. I'm going to read you one more thing here. Okay. This is something I just... Uh, Mr. Bag, you're a fucking asshole. No. no. <laughs> uh, this is Yelp from last night. No, I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be Remember great? what I said? <laughs> yeah. I said, see on Yelp. <laughs> no, this is, um, this is a quote here uh, from a comedian. I'm not going to say who it is right away. 
It says, uh, even with the number one show on television right now, I have a fear I'll say something that will get me in trouble. I have friends who are losing sponsorships. Jobs are being taken away. You're a comedian. There used to be a safety net as far as saying, just joking. There's no such thing as just joking anymore. Howie Mandel said that. I think he's a pussy. <laughs> I really do. Really? I think he's he's so rich. And it just proves how he doesn't have to push anymore. Proves how yeah he's sucking the man's cock. Yeah, yeah that's proud. That's kind of sad. It is. That's really sad. I used to like him a lot when I when I first when I, before I started doing comedy. I used to I used to watch his specials and he used to do crowd work too. Did and, he? Yeah. And you know what? No, I don't. I don't believe that. I think. <sighs> I think. We get caught in a thing where we do suck the man's dick, and the right thing should be sponsoring your show. The th- if you're sh- if you do jokes and you do push it to the limit, um, maybe mayonnaise shouldn't be sponsoring your show. You know, uh-huh. it, that's that's all there is to it. I would I would, and I'm in talks right now for a show, and I understand, but I don't know, man. I think we. You know what just hit me is that he he's also a part of a show that fired their host for saying uh, things uh, that Chris or Nick Cannon. Well, I was, he, he put out a comedy special that had some controversial stuff. They fired him. He's the worst comic ever, Nick he's, Cannon. He's, he's the barely horrible a comic. comic. Barely a comic. I don't know when he became hard. Like suddenly you see him, I'm like, no man, that's that's that I understand. He went from something to another thing, and that's why they. They're like, you can't be that. Like, you can't change. If you're who you are the whole time, they can't say, well, we didn't know we hired that guy. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you did. Like, if somebody hires me, and they go, we didn't know he's like that. Well, my first special on Showtime was called Ian Bag Getting to Fucking Know You. Yes. So you know what you're hiring. So I don't believe that. I don't. But you know what? It's such a weird game because all I've heard is, I've I've never seen America's Got Talent this year, but people just complain about Tyra Banks as the host. Oh, okay. They say she's absolutely horrible. So, America's got this problem, American TV's got this problem where it's just schlock. If you watch the same show from England or from Australia, it's completely different and a little bit harder. Okay. And the fact that Simon Cowell got away with what he did for such a long time, and he's he's not even – and he doesn't say, I'm just joking. He's just a mean prick. Right. You know, yeah. like that, that that's what blows my mind away. You can't do something funny, Howie, but he can say that people are shit. Yeah. You're awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come. Which, which would you rather have in your life? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting. That's an interesting comment. But I'm, I'm a little disappointed in Howie for that. Hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here with uh, telling people a song, a song. <laughs> and a one and a two and uh, people need. When does this come? When does this come out? Today, hopefully. I think it should. Okay. Uh, people here, can so listen to this tonight. and come to shows. I, and. I'm here, to, and you guys get big download, right? Okay. Oh, zillions. Zillions? That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. Slow it down. Uh, I hope, uh, I think we're doing really well for this weekend for tickets, so get your tickets soon. Yeah. This is, you just look at the table, the way the tables are set up in here. It's just such a great club to play. That's what I like about it. Some things go sideways anywhere. Uh, it reminds me a lot, of, I'm sure they get a response, like the tables are set up like this in Denver. Okay. At the uh, Comedy Works. 
the only thing Denver does that is different than here, they you have to when you come in, if you have a phone, you have to put your phone in a bag. Oh, in those case things. They, yeah, that, that yeah. locks. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't actually. I, I honestly don't care if somebody uses the phone in my show. Um, if they picked it up and talked on it, it's completely different. Right. Uh, the people around them may feel a different about it, which I'm fine with. I don't want it, you to. T- I don't want anyone taking their phone out because it does distract me as an audience. Member. It does. Okay. So see, that's the that's a different thing. So if they tell you to put your phone away, that that you should definitely put your phone away. But it's if I bring something up, it's not that I'm mad at you. It's that I'm I'm engaging you. Yeah. Is what I'm doing. So. Uh, I was going to say that after the shows, you, uh, you go come outside there, and you got a really fun T-shirt for sale. Yeah, my T-shirt's awesome. If you're a hockey fan, yeah, it's a, if you're a hockey fan, it's good. If you're a dog fan, it's great. Uh-huh. If you're just an Ian Bag fan, it's great. It's uh, it's my dog Minnie Pearl. She's holding on to a stick with it behind her neck, and she's got the hockey gloves on. And she's telling you to drop the puck. <laughs> it's great stuff. It's awesome. It's awesome. She's a great dog. Ian, thank you. This thank has you, been bud. good, and uh, hopefully we'll do it again in a year or two. I like it. Sweet. Bye.